0: You start. I started the last two. You have to start.
1: I don't know how to start things. You... you.
0: So, last night,
1: (laughs) we decided to watch, I guess... uh, I
0: like that you were not even doing... Like, the last two, we both started, like, with a bit. And then, now you're just like, when I ask you to do it, you're like, so we watched fucking Star Wars, bitches. (laughs)
1: We watched <gasps> Return of the Jedi. We
0: watched
1: um. I can't this, do intros. This is what happens when you assign me intros. Yeah, but I'm
0: tired today. Today's uh, I'm tired. I'm really gonna rely on you for this episode.
1: Uh, I. You gotta I will, pull
0: through for me I'm today, Laura. I'm gonna Laurel. pull through. You're gonna. Well,
1: we're gonna. If we say hot, hot takes, okay. I think it has to. We all have to motivate each other.
0: You know who's hot?
1: Luke Skywalker.
0: Yes. <laughs> Should we talk about that right off the bat? So, I know that our format is that we go through the plot, but I feel like we should start by talking about how hot Luke Skywalker is in this movie.
1: Consistently throughout, he's looking amazing. Because
0: he comes out, he shows up at the beginning, he's like wearing his like Jedi hood, and then he takes it off into this like cool black suit thing.
1: He's got this black suit. That he wears for the
0: rest of the movie. His blonde hair
1: is looking great. Yeah. His, His confidence is just like. Personality adds everything to hotness. That's why Han is so hot in the last movie. Mm-hmm. Luke, this is his time to shine. Yeah,
0: this because is, he just this is the Luke is hot movie. Excludes
1: confidence in like power. Yeah, and I'm just like yes.
0: Yeah, I think it's funny how like, it does sort of work out where like through the three movies, like in the first one, Leia's is the one who's kind of in control and like cool.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and then the second one, it's like all about Han because he's, he's gonna die, yeah. but not actually maybe die get frozen
1: and Luke, this is his time to this shine is because the first one he was just a whiny yeah. bitch no the now. reason
0: the reason what's great about this costume for him mm-hmm. is that it like shows that he's all grown up yeah he's not that whiny little baby baby that we boy met. that that looking
1: for some power converters no so he, more he
0: he was going to go to uh, to tashi station i
1: think this movie it validated that luke is my favorite yeah he absolutely 100% is i Who's Kylo? I don't know him because I only know Luke Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> the full three movies, his arc. Yeah. I love it.
0: You, I, he's so love. I love every stage
1: love. of his personality. Yeah. And it's incredible.
0: I, he really gets, I think this is also just Mark Hamill's best movie Mark out Hamill, of the three. Mark Hamill, this is his best He gets a lot... He gets to do a lot in every scene. I
1: think the first one, it's very obviously campy. He's, like, going... He's very whiny. This is all to benefit. I'm just saying it's a choice. The
0: first movie kind of has the energy of just, like, we're all making this silly space movie. Yeah.
1: The second one, he's obviously giving it all. But it's quite the, like, emotional drain. This one, the control between his emotions and, like, control... Like, the... what he decides to like show and not show is like incredible
0: the, the his last couple scenes in this movie with him in the throne room with Vader and the emperor mm-hmm. are some of like just his, the best his best like emotional acting in all of yeah. his it's a career. shame he, he doesn't
1: does... do more i know he does voice acting and stuff but yeah. it's a shame he doesn't She's do great more at it. and he's amazing at it yeah i'm just saying he's so good he's so good <laughs> Um, and that is how we're starting this,
0: because... Yeah, by starting with Luke Skywalker is hot, especially in the end of the movie. Now, let's not talk about that.
1: And start from the beginning. Let's
0: start from the beginning. Where um, there
1: is a crawl.
0: A crawl, of course. Um, and, I mean, I think...
1: We both said it. It's a good crawl.
0: It's a good crawl. It's with, vocab, we've got some, We've got some good vocab, we've got vile gangster, a the small
1: band of rebels. Lovely. Lovely.
0: I, it's, uh, it's a good, like, it feels, it gives you the excitement of, like, oh, we're watching the last Star Wars movie. Yeah.
1: It tells you all the sides of the story in fun, engaging ways without giving away what we're about to see. Yeah, it's
0: bringing up everything you want to hear and you want to be reminded of right before you go into it. It's a good crawl.
1: It's a good crawl. I will say, I noticed while we were watching this crawl, it does do the thing, like, This is even worse than the Death Star. (laughs) You know that first movie we had? Even worse. And you know what's worse? Because we're telling you in writing right now. I don't want evidence. (laughs) (laughs) Take my word on it. I'm writing it in the stars. (laughs) It looks
0: shittier than the first one. Because they're not finished building it. They're
1: just construction worker. It's like...
0: They're just construction worker all over Goddamn. (laughs) Those
1: were words what I said. Yeah. Those
0: were words what you said.
1: Thank you. (laughs) The point being, we're just supposed to take their word on this that it's just worse.
0: I will say, I do think what's interesting about this movie Mm -hmm. is... Okay, so, like, the first, like, when we... The camera pans down from the crawl, the first thing we see is the Star Destroyer, which I knew this... All three of the original movies start with Star Destroyers as the first thing we see. Mm -hmm. But then also we see the new Death Star. And I feel like what's interesting about this movie is that the first... New Hope and Empire Strikes Back are both... We talked about this a lot. They're the movies that kind of set up what is Star Wars. Mm -hmm. They kind of create the, like... They are almost... They...
1: Define what Star Wars is going, the legacy it sets for the rest, the, yeah. the rules, what requires Star Wars. The first one of course is the beginning, it's, it's but the, the second one. one is what like really clarifies and defines. It, what it, Star Wars. Yeah, is.
0: it sets the like peaks of like these are the places we can go in terms of just like the emotional like depths and of the these characters. It's about something.
1: It's different because now we get to play within those rules.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, what I kind of wanted to talk about is that this one kind of has the feel of, like, Star Wars has now been fully established by the time we get to this movie. It is 100%, like, it is what it is. Star Wars is Star Wars, and now they have the job to finish it. Yeah. And it feels, from the beginning, like, they're kind of, like, they have this energy of, like, okay, let's just go back to what worked from the first one. Because we start with, like, and I I think, to clarify, this isn't a complaint. I think mm-hmm. that's a smart choice. Because we start with, um, we go from, like, a new Death Star, um, reminding us of, like, the old Death Star. It looks the, same except,
1: the same, except
0: they can make a new toy out of it. Yeah. And there's a lot of new toy stuff in this movie. Oh, for sure. <laughs> like, how they introduce a new kind of stormtrooper that they have to wear different armor because they're in... The woods. Woods. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then we cut from, like, the scene on the Death Star to uh, the two droids walking through the desert of Tatooine. Yeah, they
1: know what Star Wars is and the cultural significance, and now they get to be like, oh, you know. Like, it's playing off of what they know the fan reactions are going to be. Yeah. And I think that works.
0: No, it does. I, I, yeah, that's not what I would say... I have issues with this movie. It's Mm -hmm. definitely my least favorite of the three.
1: Yeah, I would agree. There's
0: some beats that I struggle with, and we'll get into all of that. But I do think it makes sense to kind of... In a lot of ways, this movie feels more like a sequel to A A New Hope than it does to Empire Strikes Back.
1: The tone is different.
0: Yes, because it is not... Because Empire Strikes Back is so distinct, like, aesthetically. And just, like, it's got this moodiness. It's got this, like...
1: Yeah, like this atmosphere, which is very specific.
0: Yeah, this it takes one takes itself
1: very seriously. It takes itself
0: very seriously, and from the beginning, this kind of has the energy of it wants to go back to sort of that campy, adventury feel of yeah. the first movie, which, which I it, think
1: works for the first part of this film.
0: I think it pulls it off okay. I think there are beats where it kind of doesn't know exactly how to balance its tone. <laughs> I think And it feels less distinct than either of the two movies before it.
1: The opening starts with Jabba's place. Java's yes. palace. Let's
0: though. talk about Java's palace.
1: So what happens is that C three PO, R2D Two come in. Yeah. And what? They just give the message to him of Luke being like <laughs> There's
0: a, there's a good bit where C three PO is translating everything R two D two is saying and it's like, We are two droids and we have come here with a message and a gift. A gift? What gift? Hold on. <laughs> have a gift. I do <laughs> Like, just no one clues in C-3PO as to yeah. what's happening. This has
1: also evolved to full Butler C-3PO. Oh, like he's panicked. fully... he is a caricature of himself.
0: Yeah. Which we had that in Empire also. Where but it's like, is C-3PO fully... is the comic relief. in <laughs> now, he is not... He's the
1: only one they could afford to be funny in that one. Because they had this moody edginess of it. Yeah. This one, everyone kind of gets their little turn but yeah c-3po has definitely evolved to be what we now view as c-3po which is yeah. just like oh dear
0: yeah i was gonna I say he go doesn't really play a narrative function anymore but this is maybe the one that plays has he has him as the biggest yeah narrative plot, wise, plot wise there's
1: no need for him to be there but he does actually include the pl- like, he's now integrated in the plot. Yeah. There's no emotional significance of him. Not that like, we don't care about him. Yeah. But to, like, the other characters. Because we have established that no one gives a shit about him. <laughs> <laughs> Last two movies have proved that no one cares. Yeah.
0: He's a tool.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they can turn him off at will.
0: And they will. Yeah. They will and they do. Um, Okay, so Jabba's... Palace, Mm -hmm.
1: And I do love... We talked about this in the first movie. The idea of introducing characters one by one. And I think that works to their benefit in this one. Where we first see our two familiar characters. Then I think we see Lando next.
0: Um, Yeah, we see Lando. He's uh, stationed there undercover.
1: Yeah. Um, We're like, ooh, we recognize that face. Yeah. They're not completely unknown. Also,
0: this is the movie originally that introduces Joppa. And he... Is so gross. (laughs) And I love him. This is the most. Of. I guess the one thing that is more distinct about this one is that it's the most puppety. Yeah. It's the most like Henson esque of the Star Wars films.
1: Yes. Um, It's all puppets. If you're not one of the main folks, you're a puppet. Yeah,
0: I feel like this. The Jabba's Palace is definitely like. It's trying to remind you of, like, Maz Eisley and, like,
1: Mm -hmm. the kind
0: of, like, look at all these weird creatures, except now we have the budget, so it's not just, like a devil and a wolf man it's like actual <laughs> it's aliens not, like,
1: we went to a halloween place and found a wolf mask and was like yes <laughs> we were like let's take so the, pigs the wolf, and make them warriors so
0: the wolf man's not not there anymore they cut oh, him out yeah. well,
1: that's a tragedy
0: that's a tragedy he the point being he will not be forgotten
1: <laughs> rest in peace uh he will wolf, live in my wolf, heart.
0: wolf man mm-hmm. what's his mill name the
1: so we then see Lando next we big en- entrance Leia
0: well no just some bounty hunter who brings in Chewbacca
1: first is, yeah
0: um and because Chewbacca has been captured by this bounty hunter uh oh and Boba Fett's there and he gives the bounty hunter kind of like huh, good job
1: good job you yeah got the other one Boba Fett
0: doesn't talk at all in this movie uh-uh. I don't think he has a single line
1: but you know what he does do
0: he, he's, a bit, he's a little, he's a little he's bit a little flirty. Flirt. There's a little silent flirting.
1: He walks by these girls and just touches one of their chins. And <laughs> I was immediately like, boy has game. <laughs> boy is a I player.
0: It's the most interested either of us have ever been in Boba before Yeah,
1: I think I've never once cared about him. His costume's fine. Whatever. It's a cool look. It's cool. But I don't get the hype. Except yeah. for that one scene where I was like, oh my god. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. He a little flirt.
0: He a little flirt.
1: And the next scene we see him and he dies.
0: Uh, Bounty Hunter comes in, captures um, pulls out a thermal detonator. This is a fun bit. I, I think the it. whole sequence in Jabba's palace and going forward is kind of the most iconic thing from this movie. Yeah, because it feels like the most like this is the platonic ideal of Star Wars is all of these aliens and it's bounty hunters and it's
1: yeah
0: uh, Han Solo's and the carbonite and it's
1: a little it's, heist.
0: It's a little heist. It's a little heisty and it's thing. Very fun. Yeah. Um. So the bounty hunter is Leia. Um,
1: the big reveal is at oh, night. The bounty hunter sneaks about.
0: She has a a wonderful. Her introductory line is wonderful. It's so
1: good. Because as we were talking about, now they can play off of fan response. Yeah. (laughs) So they now know that the big line from the last movie was, I love you, I know. Yeah, which, I mean,
0: we talked about that last episode, how that's kind of the perfect moment. It is. Yeah.
1: But the point being is now that they know the fan base has responded to that, they can now be like, we know what. Not Cause... Leia's technically first line will be, but the big reveal that it's Leia, yeah. she then says, someone who loves you, and we're all yeah, like...
0: Yeah, like, she presses the, like, uh, un- he she opens the carbonite, she presses the t- let him out button,
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and Car- Han Solo comes out, he can't see, because um, he, he has... What did <laughs> oh. they call it? <laughs> he has They're a...
1: like, oh, migration... It
0: was... Oh, um, oh, yeah.
1: Hibernation.
0: Hibernation sickness. <laughs> oh, my God. The
1: nonsense they can pull in this movie, and I just go along with it.
0: This is Star Wars, baby.
1: Especially because you know what's really silly in this film? They're acting like... for They're trying to introduce Star Wars to people who haven't seen Star Wars before. So they're trying <laughs> to get people caught up as if we're already in. Like it's the last
0: Star Wars. We're here. We're
1: here. We've seen the last two, but they're still trying to set it up. So C-3PO will turn around, and he'll be like... Han Solo still in the carbonite. <laughs> so- As if we didn't know where he was. <laughs> it's
0: Captain Solo and he's still stuck in the carbonite.
1: That's his name, and look, he's there! (laughs) Like, it's so silly that they're pretending we don't know who these characters are. It is kind of
0: fun that Jabba has Han up as, like, a trophy. Yeah. Oh, shit, we just skipped right over the musical number that they added. Oh,
1: because I wanted to forget about this forever is why we skipped it. Yeah,
0: but I'm not gonna let you.
1: I love this sequence and I remember last time I watched this movie I was so excited because in my head I had this idea that this opening sequence is maybe like my favorite because we're getting all the characters except we've already established the characters everyone's cool it's great and I was watching it and suddenly out of the blue this CGI monster (laughs) comes up and starts singing at
0: me. It's like an Earth the Jazz song.
1: I and mean, it goes but on? With
0: random alien For words. like
1: long. It's
0: a wi- while it's in the middle of the scene where Jabba kills a sex slave. Which, which is, is a, a very disturbing moment a, in the original movie. It's a disturbing
1: moment that is very not good. And it also sets up the stakes when Leia's then put in that outfit. Yeah. So we know how disgusting which this Which
0: is, man is. A, a, a appropriately controversial thing that a lot of other people have talked uh, about Which we'll thoroughly. talk about, but the yeah, point being
1: is that that scene was something that used to create, like, I used to like, like, that whole sequence, Yeah, and in the middle of it, they <laughs> had the <laughs> audacity to come up to me and be like, "Look, watch it. Watched this little CGI monster sing to you for too long. Yeah. And I stopped watching and It's lips and get all away. up in the
0: camera. When we were watching it last night, I was just like, this was George Lucas's vision that he could not pull off. Because <laughs> it's so ridiculous it's that he... It's so insane. It's the, it's the choice. It's the special edition choice I understand the least. Because even... I'm sorry,
1: you understood... Kirk Flunky, what was it? McClunky. McClunky.
0: I, what, uh, who cares about McClunky? I, cause this is, they added a scene. Cause like, I understand in, cause New Hope is the other one with the most changes. I understand adding all that background shit to Moz Eisley. I don't agree with it, but I get it. He's like, he's building out the world more. And I understand putting the Jabba scene back in because that was something they had filmed. And now they have like the technology to make it real yeah. or whatever. And I I don't like it, but I get it. This, I just don't understand (laughs) why they thought this needed a musical number.
1: Really terrible.
0: <laughs> it, it, it they doesn't must have fit. thought
1: it was gonna be as iconic as the guys like the jazz aliens from the first But this movie. already it, it
0: already had that. It has the the, the purple el the blue elephants the on blue the blue elephants
1: <laughs> killing it.
0: Um who has a name? I don't re- remember. It. Who
1: cares? But the point is is that this is a decision I actively hate and the special editions mean nothing to me and I hate them.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of really upsetting stuff in Jabba's Palace. Like, the them There's, torturing the droids is really upsetting.
1: It's a lot of torture and rape and murder.
0: Oh, God, yeah. Is There's what's a, going
1: on in this there, area. I,
0: I do feel a little uncomfortable with how hard they lean into, like, the more sexual aspects of Jabba. Like, it, it kind of feels not needed. And it just makes it feel gross and, like, uncomfortable in a way where it doesn't need to. But you have, um...
1: I have opposing thoughts.
0: Yeah, you have a hot take about the Leia in the, like, slave outfit. There, it's I don't like calling it that, but that's what, like, the merchandising has called it for years, this slave Leia. Yeah. Which is shitty.
1: It's really shitty. Um, and... The point being, yeah. she walks into this movie looking amazing. She's in her, like, bounty outfit. Oh,
0: it's such a good it's look for her. It's such a
1: good look for her, And she chose that outfit, and it's very covering, but she looks amazing. Yeah. It's, she's really portraying that role, and then the next thing, time we see her, she's in this, like, metal bikini, which is essentially, like, the stuff you see in Mad Max. Like, it's really disturbing. Yeah. But then, like, I think... But,
0: I mean, the problem with it is it's supposed to be sexy.
1: It is, But then she takes that chain and wraps it around Jabba's throat and stuffs him to death.
0: Right, you love that beat.
1: Objectified her, tried to like sexually assault slash rape her, and she That is
0: what is implied. It is what is implied It's really upsetting. It's
1: very upsetting. And she takes the chain that he put on her and uses it to murder him. Not Han, not Luke. They are in the situation because of this evil man. And Leia is the one who takes him out, not anyone else. I feel
0: like it's just such a tr I, I, I get it.
1: I get why people think that it's like. I
0: think I don't fully agree with you because okay. I, I do think it's such like a, a it would be such a traumatizing thing, <laughs> and yeah. like it's also just like why does this need to be in Star Wars? But I get why it's satisfying to see her kill him. But also, it's like it's the is it worth it. <laughs>
1: The idea that it- it's hard because I know, like, this is written, directed, and produced all by guys. Yeah. But I know Carrie Fisher had, like, obviously, insert, but obviously not complete, like, um, control over what was happening. But the idea that they would decide to address sexism- At least the way that they're not acting like it's a fantasy, because that's not the world we live in. Mm -hmm. Like, is an amazing icon for a lot of girls growing up. Yeah. And the idea that they would say, like, this is what happens in life. But, like, from small actions of, like, sexual harassment every day that a lot of women face. Yeah. It is really cool to see not only that they show it, but that she... It's not. She sure. is like actively the hero in that scenario.
0: Sure, I. I guess my thing is I can't really see it more as more anything more than like a proto feminist choice, and I'm just not sure that it's worth it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I do think it's what is very in character is that like as soon as she's killed him, she's just like immediately back in control of the situation, and she like grabs onto a like giant like gun and starts starts shooting shooting people people. down it's like she like has totally like it it's another like it harkens back to like in the first movie when she they let her out of the cell and she immediately takes control because she's leia and she's amazing
1: yeah the idea that she's helpless in that scenario is while yeah. it's true that, like, she's very... In, she's the one in the outfit in the she's chains She's being taken Luke,
0: advantage of.
1: Yeah. It is also accurate that it that was part of the plan was for her to get captured so that she can take control of the situation.
0: Right. It's not that she feels helpless. It just feels like it's representing something that's just, like, I don't know if it's what this piece of escapism needs to be. Yeah. <laughs> but also, I don't want to, like... You know, I. I'm not escapism. A, also, can be like a a a tool to like exp- make you feel comfortable to explore difficult things. So I don't know, but that doesn't feel like that's what this is doing. It just kind of feels gross to me.
1: I I get it. I think I don't. I'm conflicted with the idea that like. Part of it is, like, this is not addressed fully, where we don't... We don't see any ramifications for this later in the movie. It's just yeah. f- segmented into this. Then again, I don't want this to be Leia's arc <laughs> yeah. of this film.
0: That makes sense.
1: Um, because... But
0: then that would be my argument for why it maybe shouldn't be there. I get it. Yeah.
1: Um. I don't know. I think, like, as a kid, it meant a lot. Yeah. That she would take control of the situation like that. Especially... Growing up since then yeah. as a kid, I think it means more to me
0: it's it, sure it's a moment that is personal to you, yeah, and that's absolutely worth something, yeah, yeah, um, just
1: the idea that she was objectified and then she then found the situation, and the rest of the movie, she gets to choose what she gets to wear, and it's amazing, yeah, and I don't know,
0: yeah, and she does have some really good looks in this movie she's.
1: the the braid mm. that we see the next time we see her she's like in like a button-down shirt which is looking great she's got some pants on it's fine um and then she has like this braid circle thing i don't know if it was the last movie i don't remember but ever since the first one her braids have only gotten better so (laughs) yeah (laughs) i know like the iconic braid is the two like buns in the side but like honestly mm -mm. Mm -mm. (laughs) (laughs) i'm like why would you do that (laughs)
0: yeah, it's... Because it's Star Wars. Yeah, whatever.
1: Whatever. She looks... Her hair only gets better.
0: I mean, you know, the story behind the original, like, two buns... And she talks about this in her book, The Princess Diarist, which you should absolutely read. Oh my god, I can't believe I didn't bring this book up when we were doing our New Hope episode. Because it's so, so good. Please read it. Um, But she talks about how um, the reason she had ended up with the buns is because they had gone through like a hundred different hairstyles and she was just so fucking tired and she was they put on they did the buns and they were like is this this good and she was like yeah fine i don't care anymore this isn't going to matter (laughs) because no no one's gonna remember this (laughs)
1: and then it became the most iconic yeah, outfit
0: and it became the like what she is associated with yeah. in terms of the imagery of princess leia for all of history.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So speaking the- of looks, Luke Skywalker
1: walks in to walks this. Walks in. So Leia's- and he's he's a Jedi. Yeah.
0: He comes in and he's a Jedi.
1: He's like, I am a Jedi Knight. Yeah,
0: he does he says Obi-Wan mind trick. I
1: think my favorite line, which is just like, don't underestimate my power. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh-huh. it's
0: so satisfying watching these three movies in a row to get that moment. Yeah. Where it's, he's...
1: Especially because everything he says, he's like, you will forget this. And he says it so many times. It is so satisfying. No, him,
0: like, to Jabba just being like, I warned you. This is your last warning. This
1: is your last chance.
0: I'm in control of the situation.
1: I know you are think you're about to push me in, but I'm just saying this is your last chance. It is so satisfying. She
0: has the confidence of the last Jedi. Yes. Because that is what he is and is called by name in this film. Mm-hmm. Um...
1: And then he does my favorite thing ever, which is, I think, the coolest thing to possibly have happened in Star Wars.
0: It's the best scene in this movie, bar none. Yeah. Is the, like... He
1: jumps down.
0: Wait, okay, so it's this amazing build-up. Yeah. They, all the, the,
1: the pieces are in place. If this yeah. This is chess, like, all of the things. We have,
0: like... It's this amazing... Okay, so they have the, like, pit or whatever. Yeah. That they're gonna push them all into. It's an execution... Um, and Luke on has a good moment where he's just like, Hey, tell Jabba he's a stupid, dumb idiot, Threepio. Because is the one who's, like, translating for Jabba, which is kind of cruel. <laughs> just because it's like, they're making their friends, like, be True. the voice yeah. they hear before they die. It has this amazing musical beat where it just cuts to the face of, like, everyone who's involved in this heist, It cuts from... It is
1: so good. It's
0: just this, these like, wonderful, like, John Williams sting, just this dun, dun, and it, like, keeps coming to Lando and R2 and... Leia. Leia and Han, Luke.
1: It's so good. It's so satisfying. And then Luke does, like, his little salute. Oh my god, he does a little salute. It's so good. And I think that's, like, the cue for R2-D2 to to throw the lightsaber, Mm is it?
0: No, it's, it's, it's so, that's the signal to R2-D2, but it's not right when he does it, because then Luke jumps, he walks the plank, and he jumps off, off the plank, grabs the end, jumps back up, does a flip, and then R2-D2 shoots out his brand new lightsaber, he, he turns it on, he grabs
1: it, turns it on, it's green! It's green! Which is so exciting! Yeah.
0: And I feel like the lightsaber being green mm-hmm. feels like not a big thing. Because in the prequels, every other lightsaber is green. But in this, it feels like it really represents Luke kind of...
1: Becoming his own Jedi.
0: Yeah, and not nece- he's not necessarily going to do everything that like was taught him by Obi-Wan and Yoda. Like Obviously, they have a lot of wisdom and he's learning from that, but he's very much...
1: His own... Yeah. this his is own why-
0: choices. We'll talk about The Last Jedi when we do that episode, but this is why I don't get people's... Complaint about Luke, because in this movie, he is very rebellious against, like, the Jedi, what is, what a Jedi is supposed to do about, like, burying your feelings. Mm -hmm. And both Yoda and Obi-Wan are, like, Vader is gone. You Mm -hmm. need to give up on him, and you need to confront him.
1: And he chooses love over... Hate. Well, it yeah. sounds cheesy. We'll get to it. The it, point. Well, being, Star Wars
0: has always been cheesy, and it's always been perfect at being cheesy. Yeah. Um.
1: So what's happening is amazing. Yeah. I will say this sequence, as much as disturbing, this whole scenario is for all of them. It's also so funny. This movie's very, very funny. It's
0: a lot goofier than it's
1: goofier. Empire
0: or even A New Hope in some places.
1: It's so silly. There are, like, lines where, like, c 3 P O is being carried away, and then he's in the same position as, like, a droid who had previously died. Oh, yeah? <laughs> and, like <laughs>
0: That's a funny bit. Yeah, like, there's um. so
1: many small things of, like, <laughs> Hans... She as soon as like the heist is happening, and then Chewie's like yelling and yelling, and he's like Boba Fett, Boba Fett. <laughs> and he just keeps going, Boba Fett, Boba Fett. Where? And he turns and he
0: just and kills, Boba, kills
1: Fett. Boba Fett by the, accident. Sends
0: him into the are like and the, the the it burps.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that is absolutely fine. People who are upset with that. I'm sorry.
0: Whatever, it's funny. That you got
1: emotionally attached to, to a character, a character who, who says basically nothing.
0: He's just a cool-looking bounty hunter.
1: Yeah. I don't know what potential... I think He's not a
0: character, he's just like... He's cool. Yeah, he's cool. I
1: agree, he flirts.
0: He flirts, he's cool. And he
1: died, and I'm fine <laughs> he, with it. He
0: flirts, he died, he... he He's Wait. cool,
1: he flirts, he dies. That's, uh, a serious... that's a perfect life.
0: Yeah. He lived a happy life. He
1: lived a good life, a good run, he got some money, he was the guy who took down Han Solo, then Han Solo accidentally kicked him, and then he died. Yeah, y'all
0: need to stop feeling bad about Boba Fett, because he was fine. Yeah. He's okay.
1: hmm
0: He's uh, out there being-
1: Dying those... for a thousand years, and doing it great.
0: <laughs> yeah, he does a great job at it. Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah. This is such a fun... Oh,
1: you know what's a great line we forgot? Is, um, when uh, Han's like, how are we doing? Same as usual. That bad, huh?
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's just, like, a good, like, they have the dynamic.
1: We have the dynamics now so we can make jokes like that. We've
0: set up these characters. We have a formula now. We know exactly what Star Wars is and they're just doing it. Now, the problem with all of this is that, as a consequence, the plot doesn't really start until... After they leave Jabba's palace. Which
1: is like, what, 20, 30 minutes in?
0: Yeah, it's like a half hour into the movie. Which I would, I have to say is a problem. Because then it's just a separated, it's almost like a short film before the movie.
1: (laughs) It is. I think it's better than the idea that that last movie ended on such a high note. That Han Solo has been like taken away. Yeah, I mean,
0: obviously you have to deal with the consequences of You have to deal with
1: that, and getting him is so important. And you want him for the last act, so the whole movie can't be about getting him. Yeah. So I understand the thought process of, we need to devote time to this, because we have because they get him
0: out right away, and he's in the movie. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But it would be such a shame if this whole sequence took, like, ten minutes. And I was like, this was kind of the setup for this whole film. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Was uh, getting Han back, and you would do it so fast. So, the thirty minutes... Makes sense. I agree with you where it then feels like there's this part of the movie, and and then then there's the rest of the movie. And then
0: my problem is that the actual, actual first act of this movie is boring. It's...
1: Because we start with going back to Yoda and Obi-Wan.
0: Yeah, because they do Yoda's death scene. I think it kind of does a disservice to what Yoda was in the last movie, in that... He just, like, very quickly has to get out a bunch of exposition. It's
1: almost silly. I think we were laughing a bit about it because he keeps going, like, Luke.
0: No, the amount of times he's just, like,
1: Luke. (laughs) Like, you think this is the last thing he's going to say. He's, like, Luke, you are not alone. And then he pauses. And then he's, like. Oh, Luke! Luke! You need but- to
0: face your father! you need
1: to face your father!
0: He is Darth Vader. He is Anakin. He's Darth Vader. They're the same person. Oh.
1: Luke! 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 Like, Luke, just- you
0: need to turn off the oven for me, because I'm about to die. <laughs> Luke,
1: it just keeps going it, on. It
0: is, like, a bit. It feels so silly. It's,
1: it feels silly. Um, we do get... There's one good line of him being like... You would would, feel tired, too, after 900 years.
0: Oh, yeah, that's a very (laughs) nice moment. We
1: get a little cute Yoda line, but besides that, it's mostly just, like, exposition that is dragged out and then repeated back to us through Obi-Wan Kenobi.
0: Through a second scene of just one of the Jedi Masters just telling Luke what's up. Yeah. Where the ghost of Obi-Wan sits down.
1: On a He's
0: a ghost (laughs) and he sits down and he's like, so Leia is your sister. And I, this is maybe my hottest take mm-hmm. about the original three Star Wars movies. I do not like that Luke and Leia are related. I don't think it's important and I think it actively devalues her character and also just like... It, it is the thing that starts like...
1: Everyone has to be related.
0: Everyone has to be related and also it's this idea that the Force belongs to the Skywalker family. Yeah, especially because
1: we got the reveal that Darth Vader is his father, and that meant something, yeah. versus this doesn't. It
0: doesn't really mean anything. And it, obviously it's paying off the, like, there is another, the he's our only hope, no, there is another. Mm-hmm. And that can still be Leia, but I feel like because it's also it also has this weird, like, is because Luke and Leia can't kiss now because she's with Han, that means that they have to be related because that's the only other way a man and woman can have a relationship in a movie. Yeah. And it's like... Uh, I Leia was so... Because, <sighs> like, what was great about Leia in the first movie was the fact that, like, she's the person who's, like, truly... She comes from royalty, but she's in the battle herself. Yeah. And she's, like and she's active making part the of the, the rebellion against the evil empire. She is, like... And now she's just kind she's of, like... She's making
1: decisions. She's in the battle. She is there. Yeah,
0: it makes it too much about, like, destiny instead of, like, active character action to make these people who they are. It makes it too much about, like, of course they were destined to meet because they're brother and sister.
1: Yeah, I it's will like, say... That I love their relationship. It you know, is so I, I, great. I really like the Luke and Maya Brothers and sister. It makes sense to me. Because I agree with everything you've said, by the way. Okay, thank you. I do agree <laughs> with you. I totally agree. I meant, like, as their relationship. Their relationship is so great. Yeah. And... Whenever they see each other, they're so happy. They always hug each other. They're so protective over each other. Yeah. And I think it's really, really a sweet relationship. Yeah. They so, love each them other. being brothers and sisters makes sense. Like, they have that dynamic, kind of. But that uh,
0: them being brother and sister by blood does not impact their relationship. Yeah. It is like because right. they didn't it grow is up together. A way
1: to be like they're platonic because they have to be because they're siblings. Now. Yeah. <laughs> And because they have that line, like, there is another, you would expect that to pay off as if Leia does something at the end of this film yeah. that would contribute to her being the other person Well, I mean, here. we kind
0: of already knew it was Leia because they say there is another, and then the movie, The Empire Strikes Back, ends with her like having a Force connection with Luke, so clearly she's sensitive to the Force. Yeah. So, like, you would think that's what that is, but obviously, they're not going to kill Luke, so yeah. she kind of can't take over. The like,
1: but if Luke ever needed help and she showed up, yeah, you know, like he doesn't have to necessarily do this alone. I don't know. That's a whole different theme. Yeah, that would to be a, di- a
0: totally different movie.
1: Yeah, I'm not saying it's what should have happened. It's just a strange thing to set up, and then, like, that's just a whole different possibility of what this movie could have been
0: but okay getting back to the plot like I feel like as soon as we leave Jabba's palace or the like whatever the stuff with the Starlock pet after that the energy just dies for a while because we have those two exposition scenes back to back with nothing cut in between them Mm -hmm. then we cut to like the scene of like they're Tan and Lando they're they're fine (laughs) Um, You would think Han would maybe be a little bit angry still, but no, they're fine. Um, They have some banter that's kind of not that charming. I don't know. I love Lando and I love Han, but it didn't... What do
1: you mean? It's just like, hey, get my ship back. And then Han's like, wait, I don't actually want him to have my ship. And then they leave.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, don't I know. think
1: the only scenes that don't work for me are the exposition scenes. It felt and like, and then we get yeah. to the next bit with the Ewoks, and then the rest of the movie happens. But
0: also the like them... the middle
1: section to me feels very small.
0: I I don't know. It just brought the energy down, and I was just like, "Oh, I do not feel, I'm not engaged."
1: But you say that. Okay. You do say that. Yeah. However. Yeah. Lies. <laughs> <laughs> because we were watching it and there's like this meeting going on where we see like the only other female in Star Wars and there's like the scene of like Han being like ha, good luck you're gonna need it and then and then Han's like I need it a, a, a crew, and then Chewie's like, Arr. oh, right, they and then do he's the like,
0: like, and he's like, all join, and then, all join. And
1: Leia's like, without me. And then Luke comes in, he's like, better count me, and I have no idea what he says. And right. we both went, yay! That's
0: true, we were excited.
1: We were so excited because the crew is back. Yeah,
0: we like these three together, and they haven't been together since yeah the first movie, really.
1: It's great.
0: Yeah. So I think. I think another part of the reason why I feel like the energy is so low in this movie is because this movie is very shenanigans heavy. Even the stuff I like, mm-hmm. even the stuff in Jabba's palace and some of the stuff back down on Endor is very just kind of
1: It's avoiding the fact of what this movie is It feels like up goofy to.
0: Star Wars shenanigans before we get to the climax of the end of Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. And I I think that's kind of why the Ewoks get a lot of hate. Because
1: this is the last, what would have been the last Star Wars movie. Yeah. And we spend so much of this film <laughs> with them. Yeah. To me, I'm so happy.
0: No, I, I really like, like We should the, probably
1: uh, establish.
0: Okay, they go down to Endor. Lucas is with them at first. But and I think leaves. it's
1: a smart scene where he's like, I shouldn't have come. I'm endangering the mission. Yeah.
0: That's another part of the movie, though, where I'm just like, I, this isn't especially engaging. Like, it feels like an extra scene.
1: I guess so. I think it's just, like, it shows Luke being a bit more Force-sensitive and more... Because we just got that scene of them being like, Yay, yeah, the crew's back together. Right. And immediately his role in the crew has shifted due to him being a Jedi Knight. No, yeah. And I think, like, that distinction, even later on where we get the same scene again, I where it's, say, like... I
0: will say, the beats of his connection with Vader are very well done. And they are the, like, what really brings... They are what brings this movie up a notch.
1: Yeah. Because yeah. of their connection, even though they don't talk that much throughout these three movies, yeah. even like the recognition that you see between them, that they can understand each other, yeah. it means more so that the climax of this film means something. Yeah.
0: I would also say it's the biggest failure of the prequels, because if we felt the exact same way about Anakin that we did about Luke then it would mean so much more. Yeah. Because we would really understand that connection because we would know how similar they are.
1: mm
0: mm-hmm. um, But they're not.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, they get down, and we get the chase scenes with the spears. The speeders.
0: Which I... The speeders are cool. hmm This is another part that I just think is kind of boring. <laughs> like, it's just sort of an action scene. The stakes... There are, kind of aren't stakes, it's just sort of a chase. that like, The
1: chase is... The stakes is that if they get away, then they will alert the...
0: Right, they don't want the Empire to know they're there. Yeah. But Vader already knows they're there because we had that scene earlier. Yeah. So it kind of feels
1: pointless to me. I guess. I like beats of it where it's like they go off and Leia immediately runs to a speeder, which we've never seen her fly anything in her life, so <laughs> maybe she has flown a speeder before but I like even more the idea that she, she never just has
0: like picks it up immediately and the, like
1: of course Luke is like Leia yeah <laughs> and jumps on and no then that's it's a like, nice beat pass the button the third button and then she does and it goes faster or something I have no idea yeah jargon but the, <laughs> the point being, I like some of those beats sure it's it's I feel like you're not wrong yeah where it is another shenanigan before another shenanigan, which we will get to, which yeah. is the Ewoks and every shenanigan that they will do.
0: Yeah. Um, the difference being that I, I, I the Ewoks are so cute. The Ewoks are so cute. They're adorable and we they're baby Ewoks.
1: We are fans of the Ewoks.
0: We are fans of the Ewoks.
1: They are great. They're good. We meet Warwick Davis. <laughs> yeah, I believe Vers- this
0: is, I believe it's Warwick Davis. Wicked. Um, is the first one we meet, I think. Um, Warwick Davis plays Wicket. I think that's the first Ewok we meet. Uh, they all kind of look a little similar. (laughs) Um, And-
1: Leia makes a friend.
0: Leia makes a friend. Um, she gives him some food. It's very sweet. Yeah. Um, though it is- uh, probably an unnecessary scene. It's like we like Leia, and what a cute little animal! And it yeah. establishes that you walk. This a is the a story. moment
1: where it kind of reflects the first movie when we were talking about like. Yeah. See, Threepia goes off in one direction, and R2-D2 goes off in the one direction. I did notice to end up in the same place. Uh, five minutes later. That's true. And they do this again with this film where, like, Leia goes off in one direction, and the rest of the gang goes off in one direction, and why couldn't they both have been captured at the same time? Yeah, it doesn't really make sense.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and it doesn't make sense that, like, they don't want to eat Leia, but they do want to eat them. Which, that is the fun bit with the Ewoks, that it's like, oh, they're cute little teddy bears, and they will eat you. They
1: want so bad to eat
0: they're just very hungry
1: i think it's very funny that han is just infuriated and luke's laughing his ass off
0: (laughs) when they get captured when they
1: get captured luke is smiling so hard he's like do you see what's happening
0: (laughs) this is so silly
1: because part of him's like this is ridiculous but part of him's like we're gonna make so many allies right now (laughs) like it's very fun
0: i will say there's something probably problematic about like the tribal imagery of the ewoks Kind
1: of like. I guess this is like, they do win. They're the reason they win. Yeah. Without the Ewoks, they would not have won. Yeah. So, in a way, this is positive. In another way, they're, <laughs> they're being represented as small teddy bears. Like, yeah. If the imagery supposed it's to like be the like primitive indigenous species, it's kind of not great. It's not great. I guess the pro is that. Without them, they would have lost. The con is that the imagery is a bit touchy-touchy. Like, I don't know.
0: (laughs) Yeah. um, Point
1: is, I still love them. Yeah,
0: and they're so cute.
1: They're so cute. They're so funny. They run around in
0: trees. They've got little baby Ewoks. The
1: best bit that they've ever done is the idea that they all huddle up and one just goes off and finds a speeder and is like it is my <laughs> chance to destroy."
0: oh my god that was my biggest laugh it was just the ewok getting onto the speeder while the stormtroopers aren't looking and just running away <laughs> and, and they're like, like what the what? fuck that, that little that little monkey stole our speeder
1: it is really fun they contribute so much to
0: well. I would argue that they are the most fun part of this movie.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, that is another hot take I have.
1: That's some hot takes.
0: Shen- they are also shenanigans. The biggest shenanigans with them is them thinking that C-3PO is a god.
1: Whoa, what a thing to do.
0: Yeah, that's wild. That's, yeah, that's the part where it's like, oh, this isn't, we don't need this to be in the movie, but okay. We
1: don't, but it would be very strange if they just helped out. I mean, I guess they could just be like... Hey, these people showed up in our planet and yeah. made it a weapon. We're not chill with that. Like, they could use that excuse.
0: Yeah, they could. Like, C-3PO can still be, like, the translator that kind of saves them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then maybe it could be like, Alright, so now the Empire knows we're here, so we're kind of fucked. But, you know, we needed an army. And now we have one, and it's a bunch of teddy bears, and how fun is that? How fun is <laughs> Every that? Every moment where a bunch of Ewoks, like, gang up on the stormtroopers, this makes me. It's, it fills me with joy. It's so
1: much joy. And <laughs> it's, it's just,
0: like, the most, like, I don't know.
1: There are two things I'm realizing that we forgot to talk about. What
0: a wonderful way to beat up space Nazis. Anyway.
1: <laughs> it is a beautiful way, you're correct. Yeah. We forgot to mention... That they imply Han's gonna die in this film much oh earlier on. And sorry, I have some notes of like this the chronological events that right. happen in this film.
0: Laurel's kind of a nerd. Um she likes nerdy shit like Star Wars and she also writes notes. <laughs> You couldn't see it, but she did the bit where like she laughs and then makes a serious face very abruptly. But it's a podcast, so you can see it.
1: Being <laughs> it's funny that we say I'm the nerd, but I am like, what's an ATAT walker? <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally, she called them out last night. Like, oh look, there's an ATAT walker. I'm they're like, actually
0: oh, ATST walkers.
1: Whatever, I couldn't care what they're called. I kept calling Boba Fett. What is his name, Jabba? Yeah, you did I
0: call can- him Jabba.
1: <laughs> I mean, is much more fun, but like <laughs> the point being is like I do not know the the names. I can't can even tell you the titles of the films. Yeah. Like, but I can tell you that earlier in this film, Hans like this is the last. It feels like this is the last time I'm gonna see her, referring For, to the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. And I'm like. Which
0: implies he's a hundred percent gonna won't die. See
1: that ship again,
0: which is funny because there's not even like a bit where like it kind of looks like he's gonna die.
1: Yeah, it's something they immediately set up and never address.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you would think there would be a moment where uh he like gets shot brutally, and, and we're, we're all like, like, oh, oh, oh that's no. what they were building up to, but of course he's fine. Yeah, um, no, that
1: doesn't no. even happen. Weirdly,
0: Leia is the one who gets shot. Yeah,
1: you're right, she does get shot.
0: That feels like that should happen to Han, mm-hmm. and then that's what leads to the beat where. They reverse the, like, I love you, I know.
1: Which is so good. Yeah. That's insanely good.
0: It's a good reversal. Him just
1: being like, I love my girlfriend so much. Yeah. She's (laughs) going to kill so many space (laughs) (laughs) novel When he
0: sees that she's just hidden a gun and he's just like, oh my god, she's so hot. I love (laughs) (laughs) you. And she's like, trust
1: me, I know, I'm amazing. Yeah. It's so good.
0: It's so good. Um, The
1: point being, Harrison Ford really wanted to die making this film.
0: Because it does kind of, like, it is... Han doesn't really have an arc in this movie in the way that he had a really big arc in the last two. Yeah. In that he kind of had the arcs of the last two. Um, Because this is the Luke movie, because it should be. It's the last one.
1: This is mostly focusing on Luke's arc and how much he has changed. And I think they do it great. But you're right, Han doesn't have... The same arcs he did he's in the same He's just kind of,
0: one. he's jealous because he thinks that Leia's into Luke.
1: And immediately, not even five seconds later, is like, that's a stupid plot line. Yeah. Let's not do that. <laughs> he's bad. like,
0: sorry, I was being, I was being Sorry, I was
1: setting week. up a really bad plot line.
0: Yeah, I, we shouldn't even really deal with it that much. Yeah. <laughs> um, it also, it's funny because it kind of has the energy of he, where he's like, ah, I lost both of them, you know? Yeah. He, he, he lost his chance with both of the Skywalker twins <laughs> in one go.
1: Yeah.
0: But he's like, it's okay. I won't get in your way. And then she's like, you're a fucking dumbass. Dumb, dumb,
1: dumb. Let's make
0: out. And he's like, that's a good idea. I think we should do that also.
1: Yeah.
0: Han Solo is so... He has The so point many... being,
1: him dying would have maybe worked as an emotional beat.
0: Yeah. But um, they don't do it. And that's fine.
1: And that's fine. Because as a result, I get my second favorite boy just is kylo ren
0: <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> it was like i don't, i have no idea what you're talking about had
1: he died i would have never gotten the sequel trilogy
0: yeah and you wouldn't have gotten kylo well we would have gotten the sequel trilogy but i would have, would have been gotten
1: different. the sequel trilogy i got yeah without if they had killed him yeah so i think the stars i don't know i'm not religious <laughs> I, I was gonna say I think the gods <laughs> every day, but that's not true.
0: I think the stars war.
1: I think, I think the, the stars wars. I think the every day w- the wars for of not the stars. Killing Han Solo when they had the chance. Yeah,
0: and then killing Han Solo when they had a second chance. <laughs> <laughs> um, spoilers. Anyway, it's Star Wars. No one cares. Everyone knows everything. What? Where are we? I've, okay, so a great I've scene complete, that is
1: happening okay. is that C-3PO and R2-D2 become an old gay married couple. <laughs> oh
0: my god, they're so, um, a couple in they, this movie. The
1: for, Their evolution, their arc also as a relationship has been very cute because the first movie is them becoming friends. The like second movie is like them being reunited is really cute, Yeah. and then the third movie is just they are an old married couple.
0: Absolutely, because and
1: there's the scene where C three P o is explaining what happens from the first two movies yeah. with like the sound effects, and it's really cute. And all the Ewoks get scared at the scary bits. Yeah, and then R two D two starts beeping, and C three P o is like, "No, I'm getting to that," <laughs> <laughs> and it's cute.
0: Yes, R two. Yes, R two. Do. I'm doing it. I'm getting there. <laughs>
1: It's, it's really it's, cute.
0: It's very, it's, yeah. This
1: is also the time where Luke gets his second moment of, he's like, I'm endangering the group. Yeah. And we see a bit of distance between him and, like, this social event that's happening because he kind of walks off. Yeah,
0: and then and he, then he Leia,
1: reveals to Leia
0: that they're siblings. And that, I think this is another thing, pro, I ha, problem I have with the way they treat Leia in this movie in, is that the characterization feels right and the, like, Carrie Fisher's obviously bringing it. But I feel like she never, we never really check in with what she's feeling. Like, this throughout the whole true. movie. We don't check in with how she feels about, the only thing we check in with is her feelings about Han, mm-hmm. which kind of aren't even in question. Yeah. So it, she feels sidelined.
1: I Especially get when
0: she's, a giant thing is being revealed to her. And she's
1: like, I've always known. I'm like, what? Yeah. That doesn't feel right.
0: Yeah. That reaction. Her arc 100% in this movie could be her learning to use the Force.
1: Yeah. Even if it was, like, something really small. Yeah. That's... But we get the sense that that she's gonna start to become a Jedi. A
0: thing that saves them in a climactic moment. That, like, they can... She can connect with Luke over once they reunite at the end. Mm -hmm. Like... Um. Yeah,
1: but if she did one small force thing. It would mean a lot.
0: Yeah, but her and Han just kind of don't have much to do. Yeah. Besides, you know, running around with the do the B plot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Lando's doing the C plot, which is the most boring part of this film. Jesus, I it just keeps coming back to like Lando. Yeah. And I'm like, Lando's so amazing. It's weird that Lando's the shame. one
0: piloting the Falcon.
1: Not uh, it's fine. Yeah,
0: it's I don't just, have a problem. Well, it's weird that no one is up there with him.
1: Yeah, we get like all. The, this is when then, we introduce like Admiral Ackbar and like all these like really small figurines you're gonna play with. Yeah, <laughs> um, no.
0: This is the most like buy toy Star Wars movie. Yeah. Of the original trilogy. And, we'll and get there's there. like
1: no stakes up there because especially because like Lando's being wasted and we don't see it that often. We cut back to yeah. like every like. Once in a while. I will say
0: the actual blowing up of the Death Star does have a lot of energy. Yeah, um, it's obviously never going to reach the peaks that the original one does, so it's always going to be second best to that. But it does; it is a, him like flying out the Falcon, flying out of the Death Star while it blows up is a very it's fun. It's an exciting moment.
1: Nice callback. Nice callback. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Um. So
1: Luke has left. Um, yeah, he meets up with his dad. He meets
0: up with his father, That's great. and um, he kind of he's talking to him. He's like, "I believe they're still good in you." And Vader's like, "You're going to join the dark side. Look at your outfit. You're you're already dressed for it." <laughs>
1: <laughs> the aesthetics here, son. <laughs> yeah,
0: there's a very good moment where like. Um, Vader has Luke's lightsaber, um, and he turns it on, and it kind of feels a little bit threatening for a second, Mm -hmm. um, because that's Darth Vader with the lightsaber, (laughs) um, and he's just, like, your skills are complete, this is perfect, because now you're gonna be super good once you you join the dark side, (laughs) which you're totally going to do. Yeah. And then...
1: And then we get Luke being, like, then my father truly is dead. If you would let me die... Yeah. Then my dad's really dead. Yeah. And... It's the only time we. You said it maybe last night. It's the only time where like Anakin versus Darth Vader has paid off. Yeah. Like as different people. Yeah. Like Obi Wan's nonsense. He says it earlier in the film where he's like, in a way. In a matter
0: of speaking, I wasn't <laughs> lying to you. As
1: a matter, it's the most like retcon. They didn't. It, Whatever. It's very,
0: your uh, parents chose to be no one.
1: <laughs> oh, don't talk to me about that. But the point being is that it's a line to excuse something that happened. And it's like, you overdramatic little piece <laughs> of shit. Like,
0: but it pays off in this moment.
1: It does. It pays off in this exact moment.
0: Yeah, and the stuff with Vader. And this is kind of what I was talking about in the scene where Luke is kind of like, This isn't about destiny. It's about you making the choice to be good because I know that's still something that exists in you.
1: There's always the possibility this is not going to turn out right. Yeah. But it's the choice that you could possibly make. It is possible
0: that my father is dead, but I'm choosing not to believe it because I believe that you can still make the choice to be good. Yeah. I love Luke Skywalker. He's so great. He's so great. So much.
1: The point being, then we meet my least favorite character in this
0: film. Oh, yeah. We introduced him earlier, but we didn't bother to talk about it because it's kind of a nothing scene. Because it's insane
1: how much I hate this man.
0: The, 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 you the...
1: know him as Palpatine. I know him as... In
0: this, he's just the Emperor. He's not known as Palpatine.
1: You know him as Emperor. Or is Emperor? he? I don't remember. I know. He has a name. We all know who he is. And it
0: is Sheev Palpatine.
1: He sucks.
0: He's just kind of the bad guy. He exists in this movie to establish the ethical dilemma that is the final beat of this movie.
1: Where it's Darth Vader and then the very light, which is Luke, and the very dark, which is...
0: And it's like the if you strike me down, then you're embracing your anger and you've already embraced the dark side, which is a beat that I know annoys you, but I do think makes sense.
1: I think it makes so much sense that Luke wouldn't kill him I'm just saying if I was there I would kill this man so fast (laughs) the way he says everything infuriates me he's so hateable not because he's scary or menacing or anything but just because the way he says things annoys me on such a level yeah of him being like what does he say he's like your friends are Sorry, I have no clue what he says.
0: I'm afraid it will be fully operational. <laughs> <laughs> he
1: says shit like that. And I hate which it is, so much. I think
0: the performance is fun.
1: It's silly. It's and silly. And it's campy and that's Star Wars. I'm just saying, if I was in that scenario, I would stab him so much. <laughs> <laughs> if he just kept taunting me like that with that voice... I swear, i uh, yeah, never I will say wanted a character the,
0: to die. <laughs> this The strike-me-down beat is, like, it's something they repeat later in Rise of Skywalker, and we'll get to that. But in this movie, I do think it makes sense as kind of, like, the final, like, embracing the sort of, like, pacifist Jedi stuff that he was taught by Yoda. Mm-hmm. But also finding his own way and going further than he was taught to go. Mm-hmm. And I think that it is very it's a meaningful. good choice it's a good choice yeah. and but also palpatine kind of just exists to be betrayed by vader which is a very very satisfying moment which isn't undercut at all by the fact that he's not dead
1: <sighs>
0: we'll get there
1: but it is so satisfying i did
0: think about that movie that we'll, we're not talking about yet a lot while watching this movie mhm um because it they in a couple of ways that had similar problems, but it is ultimately the better execution of the same thing.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm not going to address that movie. Um, we'll talk about it when we talk about it. But the point being <laughs> is that... The
0: face Laurel just made trying to escape that conversation. <laughs>
1: I don't want to talk about it. The point being, for this movie, killing Palpatine is so great. Because we kind of get the moment of Vader, like, looking at Luke, and then looking at Palpatine, and just being like, no. And then he says no, which
0: Which was added. Which
1: was added. I don't actually care. I feel like that addition is, like, the least harmful. It makes the moment
0: less subtle than it would be. It adds less tension.
1: I guess so. But, like, you know, sometimes it's like sometimes like if you take the music out oh we forgot to mention i'm so sorry okay, well, we keep skipping around
0: yeah i was gonna say the the confrontation in the this room between luke and vader is some of the best tension maybe in any star wars it movie is so it's so incredibly 100% good 100 percent, the best lightsaber fight in any of the star wars movies but yeah, this it, is my hot take
1: I would agree with that. I think emotionally, yes. Yes. Like choreography-wise or whatever, I would argue like maybe the the future ones cuz they like
0: But I think the cinematography and the 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 lighting the is...
1: emotional weight that this scene carries is so good yeah. because the music, it's not dramati-
0: it's not it's action not dr- music. Yeah. It's not
1: dramatic music. It's sad music. It's tragic. It's it's, it's as if it Darth Vader's already dead or
0: something. But it's also, even before we get to there, where they're, like, actively doing the lightsaber fight, like, just the moments of, like, Vader trying to talk to Luke while he's just like, I will not fight you. And then Vader's like, no, I know what you want to protect, and that's Leia, and so that's what gets Luke fighting. Mm -hmm. Um, And, yes, it's this absolutely tragic music because it's... Darth Vader, It's you were saying it perfectly just then and I interrupted you, which is this idea that... You're saying what? <laughs> you were saying that, like, it kind of conveys this idea that Anakin Skywalker is already dead. Yeah. But it's also, like, the, like, oh, we're losing Luke.
1: Yeah, it's so sad when you look at it at the most simplest form of like this son and this father yeah that are just attacking each other and looks so clearly like in this bit is winning because of all his anger that he has yeah well like I don't know if Vader has that amount of anger anymore he's so dead inside Jesus but the point being is like it's so incredibly sad and it works on so many levels
0: yeah I also I I want to bring up a moment earlier The one thing I really do like from the Yoda scene, where Luke's like, I'm a Jedi now, and Yoda's like, no, you're not. You're close, but you're not a Jedi yet. Mm -hmm. And I think the moment to me where we see Luke become a Jedi is when he cuts off Darth Vader's arm and... When he's just like very ruthlessly attacking it, him like Mark Hamill puts so much into Mark it. Mark
1: Hamill's doing so amazing. He's
0: so good in the scene. Um, and he's putting all the
1: lead up as well, like his reaction to everything yeah. Palpatine says. Like, you can see there's also
0: so it's not subtle, but there's very good like lighting stuff where it's like half of his face is in shadow and half is in light. And it's like, which way is he gonna go? It's so good. It's so good. And it's this moment where he recognizes. The similarities he has to his father um, and the humanity in him. And it reminds him of what being a Jedi is, which is him turning off the lightsaber and throwing it away. Yeah. He drops it. He doesn't need it.
1: Him he... turning off the lightsaber throwing away, I agree with you. It's amazing. That's
0: the moment to me where I am like, Luke Skywalker has Especially become Especially because the last movie
1: where Yoda's like, you don't need a weapon, and he brings yeah. a lightsaber anyway. This is a complete, like, and, w- and, the and, full arc has happened. And
0: it's, it's, that moment is emphasized so much more by the fact that then Luke has the line, no, I am a Jedi, like my father before me. <gasps> it's so good. I got chills just saying it just then. <laughs>
1: Here's what I have to say. Okay. this is my hot type for the scene. Right. I absolutely love it, yeah, I will say that Luke' Skywalker losing a hand in the last movie and then having the like robot hand, yeah, meant a lot to a lot of people right
0: people with disabilities with and...
1: disabilities who yeah. I know especially I mean you hear all the stories now, but like a lot of kids re-watching Star Wars just have such an emotional connection to Luke yeah. It does suck that I think my interpretation of the scene is that he cuts off Darth Vader's hand, and he looks at his own hand, which he has covered with, like, the black glove. Right. Which looks very similar to Darth Vader's hand. Right. And that represents the darkness, and then that's when he makes the decision to right. turn off the lightsaber. I think the idea that the robot hand, like, the fact that, like... Obi Wan has the line, he's more robot than man, and that right. represents him being on the dark side. The idea that the like the robot hand represents darkness when tell a lot of kids it's showing another. It's
0: a form of representation. Representation.
1: It does suck. I. That's I get at least it. my interpretation. You it's, can interpret it in different ways. It's not my
0: read of the scene. I think that is him. That is him. Like seeing the humanity in Darth Vader. And, like, recognizing their connection.
1: To me, it reads as he's acknowledging the hatred he's giving when he looks at his own hand. He's right. acknowledging himself. and Right.
0: The... No, actually, maybe you are right. Because for both <laughs> in both situations, the, the, the hand being gone is a consequence of hatred. Yeah. In that it is the result of a violent action. Though maybe then you could argue that, it, like, what he's responding to is the violence less than the actual, like, hand... But you're right, I do, it's negatively coded in a way that yeah. could be harmful. Okay, I get that.
1: Thank you. It was, that was actually the first time I noticed it, but we were watching it, and, like, all the kind of bits let up, and I was like, that kind of sucks. Yeah. Um. I don't think it takes away from that scene, because that scene's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just something to note.
0: Yeah, and then it ends with, um, the emperor is, like then you will die like a Jedi would or whatever the fuck he says. (laughs) And then he calls him a Jedi, which is very satisfying, um, even though he's the bad guy. Because he's the bad guy, one could mm-hmm. say. Um, and then he does Force Lightning, which is... This is the only time we've ever seen this so far.
1: Whoa! It was... It happened, and I was literally like, Oh, it just happened! So That was the first time we've ever seen it. Yeah. Act like, we're surprised. Yeah.
0: Whoa! <laughs> Whoa!
1: Um,
0: which is very scary. It's another case of, like, Mark Hamill just looking so in pain, and we feel so bad for him.
1: Oh my god, Mark Hamill is killing it. The MVP of this film!
0: Um, And then the moment... I You know what? I don't like him saying no. I think there is so much conveyed through the editing and just, like, seeing him make that choice. That, like, is undercut by having him literally go, no, I don't like this. <laughs> I <laughs> agree with you. Um, I do. But it's also not a big thing. Because this moment's still satisfying. I will
1: say, sometimes i agree with you with the tension this is just like not devil's advocate because i in ways agree with this but the idea that it's just like maybe anticlimactic where he's just like okay die. <laughs> and with the like silence and not that i fully agree because i agree with the tension. i think it works both ways i'm sure. just saying saying no maybe adds a level of like this is a big decision not it's just something an action sure. that's happening okay I can, I can see, that's just what they were thinking, I think.
0: Probably. Yeah.
1: That you couldn't edit that scene to, like, some wee music, and it would be silly. <laughs> <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah. Well, it wasn't in complete silence, also, because John Williams brings it.
1: Yes!
0: In this movie. Of course, of course. As he always does.
1: Anything else happening besides this during this movie?
0: um no we went they turn off the shields um because that's like what the tension was on about
1: lando flies out
0: lando flies out good scene
1: oh there's the it's a trap but like who cares who cares the it... character means nothing to me
0: yeah um
1: <laughs> and fireworks
0: Yeah, and then um, Luke burns Darth Vader's uh, body. Oh,
1: I mentioned this. Yeah, you did. (laughs) As a kid, I was always really confused because there's that scene where, like, Darth Vader dies, and it's really sad. I guess we didn't talk about him dying physically, but he takes off the mask, and it's really sad, and he wants to look at his son for the last time, and he's like, leave me or something. Oh, that's a really good scene. It's a really good scene. That's
0: another, like, John Williams moment where they play like... The slow piano version of the Imperial March.
1: It's so good! Yeah. The slow version? Ah, I lost my mind. It was so good.
0: Yeah, that's like a really like, oh, that gets you. Ooh,
1: it got me. Because
0: that's him becoming Anakin
1: guy. But as again. a kid watching it, he's like, leave me. And then we never see him drag the body into the ship.
0: And I have a memory of that shot of him dragging Darth Maybe Vader onto the, the ship. Maybe it's the special
1: cut or something. Maybe that's what I watched. I have no clue. Um, but in this version, it just cuts to him burning the body. And as a kid, I was always like, how did he get the bunny? And he <laughs> left it over there. He left <laughs> it on
0: the Death Star and it exploded. I don't
1: understand how it got there. <laughs> It was a big conundrum for me as a child. Yeah. Something to note. <laughs> <laughs> But then um, we have the dance, and they changed the music.
0: Yeah, okay. So they do, they added in this little montage, which I l- kind of like in concept, but um, it's so CGI and a little, they change the music. Distracting. It's,
1: they change the music, but and they it's cut, all the prequel places, so. That's what's bad about it to me. We <laughs> haven't seen those places with these characters, so, with the idea that that doesn't mean anything yet.
0: Yeah. But I kind of like the idea of, like, cutting across the galaxy and seeing that, like... People excited. They saved the galaxy. It
1: is fun idea.
0: That's kind of fun, and it wasn't in the original movie, and it is an idea that I like. Um,
1: I don't... I think it's distracting because it's CGI, and a bit... It it's also
0: weird because then it's like, oh, those places haven't changed since the prequels. Wow. They're still just, like, Gungans hanging out on Naboo or whatever.
1: I suppose... But the point being is he that he got Gunkins into the these music. movies,
0: Laurel. He got Gunkins in. He did.
1: <laughs> the music is fine. It's good. It's just not as good
0: as the, the, the classic. The
1: nostalgia I feel with the classic.
0: Yeah. It also, this music just doesn't go as well back into the, the credits theme.
1: Yeah. Um, Here's what I'm conflicted on what? We then see the scene with. Uh, he, Luke sees all the ghosts. Oh, and right. Then and they added Leia in. And Han, And it's really cute and it's lovely and I love it.
0: Yeah, the reconnecting scene is very nice and Lando's there and there are lots yeah. of hugs and it's lovely.
1: It's really, really cute. The point being, they add hidden Christians in it. Yeah. And <laughs> part of me is like, yes, because it's Anakin and we right. can see. If we're doing right. the this whole like Darth Vader the idea. versus Anakin. As people.
0: It's also someone we recognize rather than, like, some old guy.
1: That we, like, saw five seconds of.
0: Yeah, who doesn't look like that because he, does, he doesn't look, like, all messed up. Yeah.
1: Again, if you were first watching this for the first time, you would be like, who is that man? <laughs> <laughs> look, it's Yoda. It's Obi-Wan Kenobi. And a boy.
0: And uh, some guy.
1: Some dude. I have no idea who that's yeah. supposed to be. Yeah, so they, it, it works cuz we obviously know what Star. it's Anakin they've, they've
0: really rewritten it into like you're supposed to watch them in order. And this is episode 6, but it's it's not and it's, it's not the prequels being made the way that they are and a lot of the beats in those movies negate them being uh negate it being like the order you're meant to watch it mm-hmm. in. Um but that's something we'll talk about very soon. Oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I'm a fan of a dance party at the end of the film.
0: Yeah, they get a little celebration. A little
1: celebration. Is it's
0: nice. Fun. It's not as good, but it has the same energy of the, like, them throne them the winning scene. at the end of... Um, New
1: Hope.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so we're we're done, basically.
1: Yeah, that's the end of the original trilogy. Yeah, I think it's the, the best the, trilogy.
0: The end of Star Wars.
1: Yeah. It I, is
0: the best trilogy. Trilogy
1: yes. in total, this is the best one. It's consistent, it's got a theme, all the arcs in general work for me. Yeah,
0: there are beats I don't like particularly with this movie. It's the one that stands out as, like...
1: The weakest of the three
0: Because it kind of feels like an okay ending to Star Wars instead of, like, the peaks that the last two movies had.
1: But it has the same emotional significance.
0: Because we still love these characters. The dynamics
1: still work.
0: And it pays off.
1: And it pays off. Yeah. So, yeah, overall, as a conclusion, it's the best conclusion out of all of the trilogies. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that's true. Of the three endings, of this the, is the three best endings one.
1: where they said this is the end of Star Wars, this, this is... is the best one, and maybe it should have been the last one. <laughs> we can talk about it, but
0: um yeah. But anyway, that's return of the Jedi movie. That is good. Good. It's good.
1: I like it. Uh, I
0: enjoyed it. I I remember I I after the movie I was just like gosh I just like Star Wars.
1: Star Wars is so fun. It's
0: a fun Star Wars.
1: So,
0: it's not the best Star Wars, but it's still a Star Wars. It's,
1: it's you know what I would say? It's the best. It's, like, maybe the only mediocre Star Wars. Like, you know, you know what I mean? I feel like Star Wars, I either hate it or I love it.
0: I would say that Rogue One is a mediocre Star Wars. Oh,
1: wait, I wasn't including the this, this spinoffs. The spinoffs are all mediocre in my <laughs> eyes. But I just mean, like, out of them, like, I can, I wouldn't say this is the best one. It's but still, I would say, say it's it, the worst. I'd
0: say it's good. It's definitely good, and it it's has good. some very has some great moments.
1: I just mean like sometimes I'm so tired. I'm like, oh my goodness, all these films are so good versus all these films are trash. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like it's so hard to rank them or whatever. This one's solid. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I, I think it's fun that this film exists.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that we have like a like a a. B level Star Wars. Yeah, movie. it's fun
1: to have a B level Star Wars. Maybe movie. B
0: minus, but that's okay too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's still B. I still respect and appreciate. Yeah.
0: Alright, so next episode is the Phantom Menace. But we'll yeah. just her face just dropped.
1: It's funny that that's my reaction to Phantom Menace, because that what does that say about the other two films? Right, because
0: that's our favorite of the three. I don't know, we'll
1: fold. have to re-watch them. Yeah. We'll have to rewatch them. I don't know if that's still true, okay. but we'll find out.
0: Anyway, uh, that was our episode. Um, have a good Star Wars night. Yeah. Anyway. Three, three two, one, one
1: snatched! Snatch.